Hello and welcome to the In Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Hannah Holden. This podcast is inspired by my lifelong search for purpose and an insatiable hunger to make a difference in the world. This pursuit led me to the Marines, attempts at nine to five corporate assimilation, social entrepreneurship, and executive communications coaching. Eventually, I took my search inward, where I made the most liberating discoveries of all. My hope for you, Changemaker, is that you will find the courage to go inward to reveal who you truly are, embodying more purpose than you ever imagined. Hello, hello, Hannah here again. I hope that whoever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great day and being good to yourself. Today, I want to talk about what it's like to be in a place where you want purpose, maybe you want purpose or a calling, or you just want more purpose and meaning in your day-to-day life, but you're not there. You're kind of in that in that gap or that void where you really crave that purpose in your life, but you don't know how to get it. You don't know what that might look like for you. And so I know what this place is like. I spent a lot of time in this place um, trying to figure it out. So I wanted to speak to people who find themselves in this space, kind of the the emptiness, or sometimes it's even the space between kind of missions or, or parts of our life, seasons of our life, or maybe you feel the season you're in is expired or it needs to be over. Or you have this feeling that you're ready to move on to something new, but sometimes we're kind of stuck in that middle ground and we just don't know yet what's next for us. I want to share how you can really groom yourself for purpose in your life or for your purpose. And why I say groom yourself is because I really think for a lot of years, I craved this purpose in my life, having an impact, doing something I loved, but I wasn't ready to handle that purpose. I wasn't the person that I needed to be. I hadn't grown into the person that I needed to be to be able to have that kind of impact. So I want to talk about um, how do we groom ourselves for the purpose that we're growing into. And really, this comes down to how we are living each and every day, how we are treating ourselves, what we are doing to grow as a person. And if anyone's ever heard of Michael Beckwith, he's kind of um, a new age spiritual teacher but there's some language that he uses when it comes to people finding, you know, tuning into their purpose or vision. And he talks about being a candidate for that vision or that inspiration. And I really like that language because I think about for a lot of years, how, again, how I wanted this purpose. I wanted this calling. I wanted to do something with my life that mattered to me. But when I think back, I was not a candidate for the kind of purpose that I wanted in my life. And here's why. There were things in my life that were unstable. And I believe that all people kind of have areas of their life that they tend to struggle with, areas maybe that come a little bit easier. But regardless of where you sit, there you can probably look at your life just like I can and identify those areas that have a lot of stability and maybe some of the areas of our life that don't. And um, if you are someone who is trying to cultivate that purpose in your life, but you've got a big gaping hole somewhere, we got to stop the bleeding first and really focus on our own well-being and our own stability. 
And sometimes this shows up in financial stability. So it's really hard to go out on this limb and really pursue a bigger purpose if finances are such a burden or such a stressor that you're in that survival mode in terms of fi financials, whether it be, you know, job and income, or maybe it's even just your spending habits or, you know, how you're using your money, et cetera. So financial is one area. Another area could be, you know, addictions. Are there some, uh, any addictions or maybe addictions is a strong word, but vices that you may be grappling with that are holding you back. And this could be, you know, something serious like hard drugs, or it could even just be, hey, I drink way too much and it's getting in the way, or um, my marijuana use is way too much, it's getting in the way, or whatever the vice may be. Um, if there's something that is kind of a reoccurring problem in your life, or where it kind of just you'll feel yourself getting into a groove, maybe starting that new exercise routine or eating better, but then all of a sudden, there is some kind of pattern, repeating unhealthy pattern that shows up. You know, speaking of repeating unhealthy patterns, it could be relationship dynamics with family. It could be romantic relationships. If you find yourself frequently in some kind of toxic pattern with people. So these are just all facets of our life that could be in need of some healing and in need of some, some work. So we can get to a place where we are we are stable in ourselves. We are learning to love ourselves and take care of ourselves respect ourselves. And once we start to cultivate that, then we become um, in a better position to be able to focus on those bigger, those bigger dreams and, and the purpose in our life. Sometimes I think when people identify, let's just say a problem area in their life, they identify a problem area that just keeps resurfacing it's very much our tendency to kind of attack the problem area in a negative way. And I'll give an example. Let's say that I identify my problem area is my kind of well-being in terms of my nutrition and my weight and, and I don't feel good about that. And maybe it's like I'm going to attack that by restricting myself. I'm not going to eat more than this many calories a day or I'm not going to eat those kinds of food. Or we look at it as, you know, the things we're not going to do, the things we're going to resist temptation from. Maybe if it's, you know, too much alcohol, I am not going to drink today. I am not going to do that, you know. And so we end up putting a lot of energy into the restriction. I'm not going to do that. But at least in my experience and a lot of people that I talk to, sometimes what that does is it ends up, we end up putting our energy into what we don't want. So we're fixated more on resisting temptation from something versus a more powerful emotion and way to approach this, which is desire. Because if you are looking at your life as a whole, and let's just say, you know, you were to look at your life as a whole, all these different areas, it could be career, family, um, health, fun and play, spirituality, whatever the different facets of your life, if there is an area that you want to improve, the best way you can begin to improve that area is by focusing on something that you desire to change or something that you desire to do, an action step you desire to take versus something you want to resist doing because already that creates this energy in our system of, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm just, and then we're obsessing about it. Oh, I'm not going to have that dessert. I'm not going to have that drink. I'm not, whatever it might be. And it becomes this internal struggle, which takes up a lot of our energy 
But also it's like this psychology of once we tell ourselves we can't have something or we can't do something, we just want it more. We fixate on it more versus if we focus on the healthy habit, action step, whatever it may be that we desire. So back to that example of the a lot of people can struggle, especially when stress gets to an all-time high to take care of themselves in all these different ways, nutrition, exercise, all of that. So instead of restricting and saying, I won't eat that, or I won't have that many calories, what I would suggest is looking at something you desire for yourself and starting with a small step towards that. So one way that I do this, for example, when I feel like my eating is really getting off track, instead of saying, I won't have any of those things, I will start with something that I do desire that is good for me. For example, eating delicious fresh fruit is one of those um, natural healthy treats that makes me feel really good. But it's a positive thing. It's not a, oh, I can't have that. It's more of a, this is some one area of my life that I'm going to make a small effort in. If it's, you know what, this week, I'm going to focus on drinking water. Or I really want to move my body and I am going to find time a couple days this week to go get a nice long walk in. Or I want to be taking better care of my health and my body and eating better. And so I'm going to find some foods that are healthy that I love because I want to eat them. I desire that thing. I found this to be kind of a game changer for me because, again, we're just wired this way. And when we start, when we start going after kind of the the easiest of our desires and and approaching it that way, we create good feelings because we're in that positive feeling environment where it feels really good to, uh, for example, feels really good to go get that walk in. You do it three times in a week and all of a sudden you're feeling really good. And then what happens is the good feeling becomes a little bit contagious where you're feeling good in one area of your life because you took that one small step. I'm feeling good because I'm walking several days a week. I'm feeling good because I am eating some kind of fresh fruit every day. I'm feeling good because I'm really drinking more water. And then you start to see that ripple effect into other areas of your life. And so another another tip that I would give is that Sometimes we focus on the kind of the the worst problem in our life, but sometimes the worst, and it sounds so dramatic, but the thing that's we sometimes we will want to attack the thing that's holding us back the most, but sometimes that might not be the thing that you're in a position or right now at this moment or equipped to change. So I actually recommend starting with what feels like something you can change right now. Because let's just say you go after that, the hardest thing, the hardest category of your life that's been your story of struggle for the last decade. And you decide, I'm going to change that one thing, that one thing that I've always struggled with. Well, that's the hardest thing to change. And so if you make that goal too big, and it's also your hardest um, you know, struggle area of your life, and you don't meet these high expectations and goals that you've set for yourself, all of a sudden you're feeling defeated and you have nowhere to go. Versus if you pick an area of your life where there is small desire already to change it, it feels like the easiest thing you could take, uh, the easiest step you could take right now to make a change and you start there, then you feel good because you've accomplished that small mini goal. And then you layer on that and you layer on that. So I say start where 
you have positive energy. Start where you do have desire to do something to make a change. And once you start making a change in that area, you up-level it, you continue to add more on. And then when we feel good, we're better equipped to take on those other areas of our life that we tend to hide from. And kind of circling back to what I said at the beginning is that this is how we start to groom ourselves for purpose, is starting to examine our life as a whole and consider, you know, what are the things that are maybe holding me back from the level of stability and self-love and energy and all of these things? What are the things that might be holding me back from being the version of myself that is going to be capable of taking on a bigger purpose or a bigger mission in life? I have uh, two best friends. I'm very lucky. I have a lot of best friends, actually, but I have two really good friends that are therapists which I enjoy kind of that input in my life. And one of my one of my best friends, she has mentioned to me before that there's this philosophy or this idea that what we think the work is in our life is not really the work. So I'll give you an example uh, in my own life, right? Uh, let's say that I think my work is my mission to Build, my, build this business that is going to impact people around the world, help them um, tap into more of who they are, to live with more purpose. And that's that's my big mission in life. That's, that's something that I want to achieve. And I think that that is my work in life, that that's my purpose. That's my mission. But often our mission and our purpose is in the journey that we are taking to try to get to the thing that we think we want. And so it's all of the obstacles that come up along the way once we've set our, our sight on some something, some sort of destination. So a lot of times the purpose is not just in the destination, it's really in the journey. And this is a big, a big, big, big mindset shift that I've had in the last couple of years because I would say for most of my life, I was so hell-bent on the big, the big purpose. What is it? What is it? What is it? It was like this endless ruminating thoughts. What am I meant to do with my life? What am I meant to do with my life? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? And I was so fixated on this one answer that I thought if I could just figure out the one answer to that question, and it would just like get me on track. But the reality is that it's more about the journey than this one specific destination. And the biggest shift I saw in my life was when instead of committing to um, finding that one purpose in my life, I committed to a path of growth. And really want to highlight this because it's those mindset shifts that help us get more in alignment with a, of a greater purpose because I decided, especially I would say in the last year, year and a half, two years, that I wanted to view my life and my life journey through the lens of what are all of these lessons trying to teach me? What are all of these people here to help me see? You know, just constantly asking those kinds of questions. And so instead of when obstacles come on my path, getting really angry because I see it as, you know, an obstacle to my purpose, I instead try to integrate those things into their part of, of me living my purpose every day. Because there is so 
much gold in the journey. There is so much gold. Because anytime we set our sights on something big, even if we don't know what it is yet, even if it's just saying in the back of your mind, I know I want to do something that just lights me up, or I know I want to I want to live my life this way, or whatever that feeling is. When we start to set our sights on some big vision, you will get every lesson that you could possibly need to get there. It's all going to come up for you. And this is not in one area of life. I wish it was just like, oh, I'm going to start a business. So um, only business obstacles are going to come up for me. But that's just not how it works. When you set your sight on a bigger vision, a bigger purpose, even if it's a little bit foggy on what it is, and you start moving towards it, you are going to be grappling with mindsets, doubts, fears, um, all kinds of decisions that are going to force you to do introspection and reflection that's required to expand your outer limits. So another thing that I would say is that we have this tendency to really believe that the upper limit of our potential in the world is defined by other people. We tend to really believe that and hold on to that. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't privilege in the world or that people aren't given different circumstances and different access to things in the world, because absolutely they are. But I want to talk about the fact that we, we put too much stock on other people and life systems and circumstances outside of us determining our, our limits. When really what I found in my life and my journey is that if anything, I was the one holding me back. There was not anybody outside of me holding me back. Um, I guess there's probably maybe some situations where people were or some dynamics, but most of the real roadblocks were my own. Ones that I created in my own mind based on my own beliefs about myself. So what I would say here is that if you're feeling constrained by the what you feel the upper limit for you is outside of yourself, if you're feeling constrained, instead of focusing on the ways that other people may be holding you back or shutting you out or not giving you access and opportunity, and those things may be happening, is that instead of focusing on that, I would suggest um, looking in the mirror and looking at, well, where are you holding yourself back? What are the types of things that you are saying to yourself? What are the types of beliefs you hold about yourself? Even what are the types of things that you say to yourself? This is a really, really big one. And I feel like it, it deserves its own episode. But that's something big that I've started paying attention to because I will find myself saying something and it's very rare now, but if I find myself saying something very limiting about myself to myself, I will just verbally correct it because I don't want to put that out there. Our words have a lot of power when we speak them about ourselves. So, you know, just circling back to this overall message of this episode, which is how do we groom ourselves for whether it be the next chapter, that next mission, a bigger purpose, a bigger vision for our life, if we don't know what that is, how do we groom ourselves and become prepared to be able to handle it when those opportunities start to come our way? Because so much of what we experience in our life is truly dictated by the inner work that we're doing to be able to expand ourselves, to develop ourselves, love ourselves, trust ourselves, know ourselves, all of, all of, all of, all of that is 
what really begins to equip us and prepare us to be able to handle a bigger purpose. And, you know, I think I said this earlier in the episode, it's like, we want to take on these big things, these big missions, but um, we got to stop the bleeding first, you know? And yeah, you could go triage the, sometimes you do need to triage the the wound that is bleeding the most because otherwise you'll die, you know? And sometimes that is the case, but if you find yourself just stuck and you're just not sure what what you could do, where there could be a give in your life, then I would suggest pick one area. Look at that life. Look at your life holistically. What is that one area that you have desire to change now? That one area of your life. And then pick one thing within that area of your life that you could do now. Some small step that you want to take. And I'll back up just even a little bit further, because if you, you know, you know, you need to change this area of your life, you want to, but you're still stuck on even wanting to take that first step, you're not even wanting to take a step, then I would say, challenge you to spend five minutes thinking about wanting that thing. Give you an example. So let's say my goal is, you know, I'll put on some weight during COVID, I'm trying to exercise and eat better. I want to lose weight. I want to be healthier. I want to eat better. I want to go walking, but I'm just not doing it. I'm just not even leaving my house to go walk around the block. So if you're at that point, if you're at that place, then how do I just spend five minutes when I wake up in the morning with my eyes closed and just think about why is it that I do want that thing? And think about, you know, what what is it? Just picture yourself, picture how you will feel if you were to take that on, if you were to start walking or start eating better and feeling better, just p- spend five minutes visualizing what that feels like for you. Because um, sometimes it's just an, even just visualizing why we want something and the feelings that we believe it will give us if we get it is enough to start reprogramming our mind. You spend five minutes doing that every day. Maybe by, you know, after a week of it, you decide, all right, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go around the block. And you start with that small step. So this episode has taken some zigs and zags, but the message truly is that if you are craving more purpose and meaning in your life and you don't have that next mission lined up, but you want to be ready for it, take a look at your life and focus on your well-being because we our well-being truly is the foundation of any kind of purpose that we want to live in our life. So really enjoyed sitting here chatting with you. Hope wherever you are again, that you just have a great day or a great rest of your night. Thanks again for joining me today on the Inspirit Podcast, where we talk about finding purpose from within. To follow my journey and get updates, please go to my website at www.inspiritcoach.com and hit that subscribe button. Take care and see you again soon. Thank you.